You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 31 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Once again, you got that that pregnant pause that makes me. What's wonder. no pregnant pause there? I, I was just. I'm hoping you remember who you are. <laughs> Everything. What's, I don't know what day it is, but uh, I definitely know who I am. Today's day. Today's date is. It's April fifteenth. The day of the but week. But what day of the week? It's April. Unknown. It's just April. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It's unknown. It doesn't matter. And actually, I do a I do a weekly report for work. Yeah, I think in part to prevent this kind of thing from happening, from and also to prevent what day of the week it is. forgetting what day of the week it is. I also think that you know it's a it's a good exercise so that you sure. know people don't fall into a rut. Everybody's let's, home. Let's they're, not, <laughs> they're not. They're um, not. You know, they're they're not face to face with their colleagues and so on and so forth. So I guess it's easy. But um, anyway, yeah. Yeah, so, so I don't even know what day of the week it is. I mean, don't even know the day just, of the week. They just blend together. It's like daytime, <laughs> nighttime, nighttime, daytime. You go to sleep, right. you wake up. You, I mean, honestly, I look forward to having my cup of coffee in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, I text with uh, with my buddy across the street uh, about, um, you know, only three and a half more hours till we get to go to sleep <laughs> and then Seriously. do it all over again. That's like, that's like depression almost. Seriously, dude. I feel like, I feel like we're cave dwellers. I mean, we kind of are. We kind of are, I know. And, you know, we've talked I about I went this. for a walk around the block today. Yeah, I try to get outside. But yeah. it was raining here the other day. Yeah, oh, like a I mean, bitch, it really right? rained. And yeah. honestly, it stopped at like 6.30 or 7, and I like went out to throw out some garbage. It was the first time I unlocked the door to the apartment <laughs> all day. We were just like shut-ins. Shut-ins, exactly. We're shut-ins. Exactly. And nobody this is else like, in my house seems to really mind about it. They're like, eh, it, whatever. This is like forcing us to feel what it was like to be an agoraphobic. Although an agoraphobic would be happy to be on. I, like, want to get the hell out and do stuff. Yeah, everybody is kind of itching to sort of leave and, you know. Well, which is what's so dangerous about this whole May 1, we're opening up. Uh, We're opening up. It's not happening. We can say say all he wants, like, oh, it's got to happen by May 1st. But, you know, as as Fauci said a couple weeks ago, we don't dictate the timeline. The virus (laughs) dictates the timeline. And that's um, true. That's the truth. We had a we had an all staff meeting today um, featuring our global uh, public health expert, and yeah. he was just outlining all of the things that need to be done just to put in place before you can even contemplate opening up, and just the scale of oh not just the testing, but the but the the amount of the number of people who are needed to do contact tracing is. About 300,000 in this interim report that FEMA and CDC has, or preliminary report, I should say, that FEMA and right. CDC has put together for the president. They outline 760 people to do contact tracing. There's 360 million people in the United States of America. 
So where we're going to get the 300,000 people, how they're going to be trained, how they're going to be, there's no public health system to kind of put them in, to get them trained, to get these systems in place, to do the kind of contact tracing. So that negative thinking is going to get us nowhere. Stephen, it's time for you to embrace the notion of making America great again. (laughs) Because making America dead again. I mean, listen, you call it what you want, but I don't have time for this negative thinking. I'm sorry. Uh, We're going to restart the economy by May first, and it's going to go like gangbusters. I mean, it's not enough that twenty six thousand people, as of this morning, when I I keep the. I keep the Johns Hopkins coronavirus map up on my computers. So this morning's count from JHU was 26,000, which was about 2,500 or 3,000 more people than yesterday. So if that's not enough, let's just open up, because of course the president has total authority to open up. People who are itching to get out in the nice weather anyway, 20% of us are asymptomatic carriers. So... Sure, why not? Twenty-six. What's the difference between 26,000 and 260,000 at this point? Listen, I mean, it's totally absurd. Of those cases, how many are in New York City? Isn't one, it fully one-third or a little more? More. More. Yeah. And the other thing is, in addition to the, con- the, like, the professional contact tracers, so now if you're going to want to go to the giant or uh, the supermarket, whatever, you're going to have – they're saying that one of the things is, is there's going to have to be someone at the entrance to the supermarket that takes your temperature. Okay. Where do all of those thermometers come from? You can't get a thermometer. You cannot get a thermometer. Bring your own. Um, do you uh, – and then you have to train your staff on to doing thermometer. that. Listen, to, there's well, so many moving – There's so many things. What pieces. are they going to do? They're, okay. So now how does the TSA keep people – six feet apart in the security lines. Listen, no one's flying anywhere. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I just look, saw there's the possibility, our public, global public health experts said today that absent an active vaccine, yeah. we could be doing this... Um, Until 2022. This 2024, he said. Oh, really? Because, well, you can... the t- 2022, in terms of having a viable active vaccine... It figure 12 to 18 months, right? Then you have to scale it up so that you can inoculate everybody. You know how long that's going to take? Yeah. You need you need the kind of effort that you had for either world, for World War II. But we don't have that. We couldn't do D-Day these days. Well, we're going to have to figure out how we're going to make it. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, your negative is not going to do it. But you well, talk about, right. like the, about air travel. I saw a stat today that the New York area airports are operating at 5%. Yeah, air traffic is down 95%. what they had been doing. They're at 5% capacity right now. 5%. Can you believe that? That's insane. It's insane. That's insane. It's totally insane. So 5% capacity. There was some statistic like Sunday or Saturday around the Easter holiday. They like – or Good Friday, like on a normal day, they would screen two million people. Yeah, and they screen like ten thousand instead. No, no, would you get on a plane right now? <laughs> Lauren said to me, "She's like, who the hell are these ten thousand people flying?" Yeah, would you? Get I on said a it plane? could be. Uh, no. 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 no, 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 no. You know what? I think we. Do. And you know me, I want to travel. We need to give a shout out though to the people who are working through this 
In, oh my god! In like the supermarkets and in the restaurants, absolutely. The people who have been deemed essential workers, essential, right? Who are earning the least amount of money in our society. Are you okay? So you're not including the WWE wrestlers that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has deemed essential. Of course, I am. <laughs> we can never leave out wrestlers ever. I'm gonna yeah, but up, no. I'm gonna put that's out the thing you have right now. You have. <laughs> I'm putting it on. Hold that on. mask is awesome. What's from that movie? What's what, it called? What? No, it's from... No, who's the... What? I thought it was the movie with what's-his-name. With Jack Black? Yeah. No. The Legend of El Nacho, or whatever no, it was called? Yeah, Nacho Libre, I think it was called. Nacho Libre, right. No, this is from... This is just Mexican Lucha Libre. We got it when we were in Tijuana a few nice. years ago. Uh, and being a huge wrestling fan, I was like, oh yeah, this is mine. So you're you're supportive of Governor DeSantis' move? No. <laughs> yeah. But you're no, a huge I mean, fan. I'm being facetious, obviously. Right. But, you know, for real, the people who are putting themselves out there yeah. and who are risking their health right. for a couple of extra right. shekels an hour, I mean, really, right. they are I mean, the these people, the, heroes. The, 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 the cashiers, the stock boys, the truck drivers, I mean, they really, really are the heroes. You know, there's, um, uh, it, it, we wouldn't have food. We wouldn't have, I mean, exactly. it's unbelievable. We, and we as a society I, I, need to start taking better care of these people. Care of these people. Exactly. Give them paid sick leave. You know, um, I give told you raises. we've been, give, give them, them raises, give them paid sick leave. Make, I'm willing to pay security. more for it. Give exactly. Them, give them a social safety net. I saw, I, um, I told you, we started ordering from a local farm, right. milk, eggs, cheese, bread, things yeah. like that. Um, and the truck comes between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m., like Monday night to Tuesday morning. Yeah. And I was in my pajamas and a t-shirt and I was downstairs at also like 1045. Also known as your work attire. My, no, actually I've been getting, I've been getting, I've been doing t-shirt of the week, uh, t-shirt of the day. Um, but I've been getting dressed and putting on shoes during the day. Anyway, shoes. Um, I saw the truck driver and I saw him deliver and he was walking back down our front walkway and I opened the door and I just said, thank you so much. You know, looking forward to seeing you next week. I really appreciate And like, I, I, I think of myself as a good person and appreciative of everybody, but I, I really made a, an effort to I really made him. an effort to make sure that as soon as he was like 20 feet away, to poke my head out the door and yeah, say, thank you. thank you so much, That's right? Amazing. And same thing, you know, the, the UPS guy and and all these folks um, so, who really – and those are the people really, – it's really the food workers. Yeah. Re- really the food workers. Let's set aside the WWE. Right, seriously. The food workers are really the ones who are, are absolutely essential. And these are the low-wage, uh, most often most put upon um, – Types of folks, and they are keeping us fed and healthy, and they re- and they have no choice. They, they no can't choice. telecommute, right? No, and they can't tell their bosses, "I'm not coming in," right? Because then right. they'll lose their jobs, but, right? But while we're talking about farms, yeah. I want yeah. to talk about <clears throat> this initiative that my sister yes. uh, got involved with. My sister started with her children, and actually. Um, this is awesome. So this is my sister, Nicole, I have to be clear about this because it was her kid's idea. So one of her kids, okay. one of her kids read that the food pantries in New York City were running out of 
fresh food like uh-huh. milk and eggs. Right. Right. Uh, so she said, "Well, I want to do something about this." And then my other niece also read that there are farmers upstate in upstate New York whose markets are drying up because have collapsed. they have nowhere to sell their goods. Right, and they've been destroying food because they yeah. don't have anything to do with it. Right. So they decided that they were going to try to fix both of these problems, or at least go, you know, try to uh, alleviate right. some of these problems by. Going upstate, because my sister and her family, they have a farm uh, about four hours uh, north of New York City. Uh-huh. Going upstate, buying... Green Acres is the place to be. Buying eggs yes. mm-hmm. and then driving them down to New York City to distribute them to local food pantries. It's awesome. So they started a GoFundMe page. Right. Which I am going to put up on the Amen Corner Facebook site. Amazing. So that they can help raise, so we can raise money, so... For them to buy eggs and stuff for them to give to the New York City food pantries. And bring them to different pantries around New York City. Awesome. So I'm really uh, proud of my nieces for their ingenuity and for their thoughtfulness um really they're thinking about people other than themselves so so they've done this how many how many how many eggs have they delivered the so first far first time they did a hundred dozen wow and then last week when they started their uh online when they started the gofundme they did they raised enough to buy 200 dozen which, wow. which I also think is the limit to what their car can hold in any one right. trip. Wait, let me... What's that? 200 dozen? Yeah. 200 dozen eggs. That's 2,400 eggs. Yeah. That's a lot of breakfast burritos, yeah. Uh, seriously. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of bacon you're going to have to eat with that. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to... If they raise more money, you know, given the capacity, they're going to look right. into other... Foods that they can bring down to the city right. as well. That's so, amazing. It's a great I, story. Yeah, I mean they're doing amazing work, and I'm really proud of them. And I want to help. So all our main corner listeners, once we get that GoFundMe page up there yeah. on the uh, on the Facebook page, please please contribute to yeah. this awesome effort. Yeah. So just even if you're not in New York, given how given how hard hit New York, uh, it's true. Has been. But but you know, it's sort of like what you are doing on a on a smaller scale with this farm. You know, where you're buying your food straight from the farm. It's you're right. acting locally, right? You're doing what you can yep. at the local level. So right. yeah, like you said, even if you're not from New York City, okay, you can. Everybody can do something. Everybody right. can figure well, that's out the thing. It's like, like this. I was feeling sorry for myself because I was like, I, 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 I feel totally useless. I don't know what to do. I, I don't have any medical skills. I don't have anything that can help in this. You and then you know what I did? School. You know, I do have stuff. I have blood. So I went and I donated blood. That's another thing that people can do. There you go. And it was, it was easy and it was fast. And they give you lots of good cookies when uh, you go. So I was pretty psyched. I had Lorna Dunes. Oh, like I like the, the Lorna Dunes. That's like the, the it's an underrated snack. cookie, you know. But that's what they give you when you give blood to Lorna Dunes. And I got cranberry juice. <laughs> yeah, baby. So it was good for my urinary tract. Nice. And I got Lorna Dunes. I can't. There you go. I cannot donate blood because of my health yes. history, which makes me sad. I can't donate blood uh, bone marrow either. But. <laughs> 
But you can do a lot of other things. I do, you know, we, I told you about what Jordan and I set up for our synagogue right. with the volunteer right. sheet, and that's been going pretty well. Um, I, clap for my, I clap for the essential workers at 7 o'clock every night. That's awesome. And we're, um, so there's lots of things that people can do, whether it's uh, donating food, donating money to a food shelter, yeah. uh, supporting a local business um, like we're doing this evening, the Cook family. What local Indeed. business are you supporting? Well, you know, to kind of mix things up a little bit around here and keep everybody interested uh, because we've become cave dwellers, as we were discussing, uh, we have given everybody uh, their night to plan dinner. Okay. And Wait, tonight... Wait, let me just ask you a question. I want to hear yes. you know, understand the logistics of this before we get into okay. the actual dinner. When you plan it, does that also mean... You're cooking it if you mm. pl- if you want. You if you want okay. if you want to be involved in the cooking of it. Okay. Sure, that's that's a ben- that's a that's a bonus. Okay, just but you can also it. just say I want X, and that X will be procured or produced for you. Okay, I just want to under- again. I'm just trying to understand this because I have my own logistics here at home to deal with, and I'm thinking yeah. through all this. Do your kids? ever come up with an idea that the other one won't eat and what do you do if that happens yeah well that does happen um because that happens and, all the time so yeah and so um we just you know we just say hey why don't you try it and if that doesn't work they get an alternative because this is like you know camp like you, you remember camp you know there was always peanut butter and jelly yeah, in this in this case, however, yeah. in this case, however, Lauren will whip up a completely different entire meal See, that's always the for the dissenting here. child, that's which the, I think is absurd. I'm like, all right, you can have something in the leftovers, have not a, some, have some cereal, right? Not some other prepared meal. I agree but, with you, but that's always our problem here. Is when we let we don't always have that problem. We always, always have we, that problem. We occasionally have we, that problem. Uh, that problem happens five out of five times for us. Right. Anyway, so anyway, so to, to kind of I'm mix sorry. things up, make yeah. it a little fun. Yeah. Everybody has their night for dinner. Yeah. And tonight uh, happens to be Mia's night mm-hmm. for dinner. And tomorrow night is Maddie's night. Maddie's picked out what she wants. Right. Mia was starting last evening, kind of hemming and hawing about what she wants. And we were throwing out suggestions and this and that and the other thing. And around, you know, 3.45, I said, hey, have you uh, Come up with have you decided head. what you want to have for dinner? And she said, no. You know, and I was like, oh, it's getting close. It's getting close. So uh, I'm done. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm refilling my teacup or something like that. And I encounter Lauren in the kitchen and she says, well, Mia has decided what she wants for dinner tonight. And I said, oh, really? What's that? And it turns out that Mia wants Popeyes. So we are getting Popeyes delivered this evening. We're supporting the Popeyes on Rockville Pike, a franchisee of the Popeyes company. And it should be here pretty soon, I hope. While you were telling that story, I was sitting here in my um, inside my head. I was saying to myself, please say Popeyes, please say Popeyes. Yes. What are you getting? So apparently, I'm getting the chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich, fries, and a Diet Coke. 
The Diet Coke is really important. It is critical in this situation. So apparently Mia's been having a total Jones for Popeyes. And here's her opportunity and she seized it. Have you ever had the chicken sandwich? I know we talked. Have about not it. had it. All right. This have not. Like, no, the only time I ever had Popeyes was with you. You're right. The diet coke so, thing makes me laugh a little bit. Why's that? Because you know you're not having the healthiest meal. <laughs> no, anymore. I know, I know. But like regular cokes, just tastes too sweet to me. Yeah. So it's I'm not gonna, a question of like I think I'm watching what I'm eating. It's just the taste. I'm gonna. Tell and I, I don't think I've had a diet coke in it in more than a month. Hmm. We just we don't have it in the house, so. So I have a diet coke story that I'm going to tell about one of Lay my on. friends. I'm not going to name names. Some friends shall remain All nameless, right. but it is somebody who is well known <laughs> to both you and me, a good friend okay. of mine. Okay. This goes back several years. I don't know. Do you remember okay. there used to be a sandwich chain in New York City called Cozy? Yeah, it was like a coffee place. No. They, they, Different? Yeah. Okay. This is like, we're going back okay. to like the early 90s they started. It was like one of the original European sandwich places. And they okay. make their own bread in a heart. Okay. And it was, okay. the bread okay. was actually fantastic. Okay. It was like flatbread sandwiches and you could choose your filling. Yeah. And the, it was amazing. Okay. They okay. had a loyalty program. Okay. Where if you buy ten sandwiches or nine okay. sandwiches, you get the you get next the one free, tenth the tenth free, right. the eleventh okay. free. So this friend okay. of ours mm-hmm. had his loyalty card, and he punched all the holes. He got all the holes punched, and he came in for his free sandwich when it was when it was time. He okay. goes, he has the card, and he has them pile on everything. <laughs> I mean, everything. <laughs> and then the guy it makes it even better knowing because I know who it is and then, yeah. he look, then the, the server looks at him and he goes okay what do you have to drink and he says I'll have a Diet Coke <laughs> and the server looks at him and goes really <laughs> really <laughs> uh, it's totally hilarious yeah mm, I needed so, a laugh today was a rough day man because I, I, the last thing I remember before going to sleep was they were interviewing the guy from Harvard who wrote the study about 2022, and I was oh, like, God. oh, God, dude, have my you, hair is going to be wicked long. Have you been having vivid dreams? You know, I actually haven't been having really? vivid dreams, which is weird. I usually have, like, pretty vivid dreams, but I think what's happened is um, the stress associated with the situation and the and the fears – and the trepidation around it um, have put me to sleep, really? to, and I don't remember anything until the alarm. Like nothing. It's like a. It's like, but I don't feel rested. No. Like I'm in this deep, 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 deep sleep, and then I'm I'm awake. The, the alarm goes off, and I startle awake, but I, I don't feel rested. I don't remember a dream. It's. I think it's a function of the overall. Like I said, the stress. There's been a few nights in the last month where I haven't been able to sleep and I've been up late, which is usually my usual reaction to to stress. So this must be stress, fear, probably a tinge of small d depression over the state of the country and the state of our leadership. I and it's just put me out. I am having some fucked up dreams. Really, every night. Ugh. Every night. I can't remember most of them. A couple of nights ago, I had this dream that my Mia, who 
Yeah. Let's remember, he's 13 years old and about yep. five foot nothing. <laughs> yeah. Was She's tiny. Was driving my car with me sitting <laughs> shotgun. Yeah. And we plowed into these two kids who were riding a bike. Oh, my God. That's and we, crazy. We didn't kill well, them, though. We didn't kill right, them. Right, but... No but idea. like, what's that? No idea what, what it means. Where it comes from, and right? Then, and then last night, I had a dream that this woman who went to my school, who, yeah. my you know, growing up, right? who I have been thinking about recently because her father passed away. Yeah. And in my dream, she wrote me a huge check. Really? I don't know why. <laughs> it's weird. But I, I was mean, pretty dude, happy about it. I'm I'm not doing, I'm not even having like sex dreams, which is we really weird. <laughs> I mean, Any, like anyway. So I mean, you know, anyway, I, there's I'm really something really going on. Really weird dreams, really messed up. I think people are just responding to this. I I I was not. I mean, I know they tell you to like kind of take your foot off the gas when you're when you're home in terms of your feeling feelings about being productive and stuff. But today it was just I was marginally productive. Um, I would love to be marginally productive. In, in everything I did, like everything was like the barest minimum. And it wasn't, it wasn't for lack of trying. I felt like I was like running in, in concrete kind of thing. I so I don't know. It started out well. I had a good yoga class. I was feeling really strong, but, um, <laughs> yeah, the yoga instructor and I look at each other and, you know, our hair is a little bit longer. <laughs> We're a little paler. I'm getting my hair cut today. So. I'm having my family cut my hair. Really? Yeah. I'm not doing it, man. I'm going full on Jufro, and I want to see how long it takes before it before it falls. You might want to rethink that. Why? It's looking a little long. It's going to look great. I don't know. <laughs> as your friend, People, I'm telling you this as your friend. <laughs> People won't notice. It's just, you know, who sees me? Except the people seeing my Facebook post of T-shirt of the day. And I'm going to try to run through all my T-shirts, which is would be incredible. And guess uh, what? You're what? going to make it because we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> I have so Spoil- many T-shirts. Spoiler though. alert: You're going to make it. Oh God! Anyway, all right, man. All right, Popeye should be here anytime. I'm so soon. psyched! I'm coming over nah. right now. I'll take pictures. I'll send them to you. Please, because that's just the all right, everybody. All right. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Stay safe. See you.